0: Some bolts of life. Joe Soucherette. I don't want to visit the destroyed academy every day, but oh. I feel I owe it to people. All, in all it's just a, a brick in the
1: wall. Oh.
0: Th- this one's a This one takes the cake. They can't all take the cake. I know. (laughs) It's frustrating. I've got a a hat trick of uh, of these today. Okay. Some Stanford University students say Apple's iPhone is too addictive. So they're demanding (laughs) that the company intervene to help combat electronics addiction. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. The group, identifies as Stanford Students Against Addictive Devices. Sure. Told the College Fix that the group aims to take our concerns to Apple by engaging with consumers and employees in a series of demonstrations. Can you give me that group name again? Stanford
2: Students Against Addictive, addictive devices.
0: devices. Sad. <laughs> The school newspaper, the Stanford Daily, reported that the group's most recent protest occurred March 3rd at a California Apple store. Oh, my God. I, 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 I. I don't know how you make that. During their demonstration, the students handed out flyers to help raise awareness of electronics addiction. iPhones are our gateway to addictive services, Facebook and company. So Apple is uniquely capable of helping us curb our dependence. A portion of the flyer said, "Even though Apple's business model does not rely on service ad- on device addiction, they fail to take common sense steps to address the issue." You know what I would do if I was Apple? Uh, not sell to Stanford students. Uh, well, that's one thing I would do, but I'd, I'd, uh, I'd try to get the names of all the kids who uh, are this stupid, yeah, and then uh, shut their phones off. <laughs> So I couldn't use them.
2: This is our way of
0: helping you deal with this problem. That was not a bad idea. Some of the consequences of iPhone uh, addiction, according to the group, include stress, relationship damage, and hindered productivity. Hmm. The group's suggestions for Apple include featuring an app with every iPhone that tracks phone usage and clearly reports patterns, more control to see pertinent notifications, and modes to reduce distraction which include features like just calls, texts, and photos. Some of the students held up signs during the protesting, and at least one sign read, Apple holds us captive. Huh.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, They're smart. This, these are Stanford. That, Stanford. You got, that's not an easy school to get into. Wow. This is
0: Stanford. Cameron Ramos, a student who belongs to Stanford Students Against Addictive Devices, <clears throat> said, we see every day... Uh, We see every day in our generation the issues of device dependence and device addiction and that feedback loop that really develops that that reward pathway that gets people hooked on their phones and the applications that run on them. Apple spokesperson Ted Miller said that a January statement pointed to the company's policy of intuitive parental controls built right into the operating system, which are used to assist parents in monitoring and managing their kids' device usage and exposure. We think deeply about how our products are used and the impact that they have on users and the people around them. Uh, okay, I'm try- I can't even. About make sixty-four
2: this- grand a year to go to Stanford. I-,
0: I can't even. I'm trying to make this analogous to something. To what? Uh, I buy an iPhone. Yep. And then I want to go to the company and hold them accountable for the fact that I use it. Okay, uh, Jim Beam.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm addicted to your product and I I need to have it's it. your fault. And it's your fault that I'm drinking a bottle of Jim Beam. Like, you every know what day. though?
0: That one probably is less far fetched. That's probably been tried.
2: Well, still, Jim Beam didn't force you to drink it. No, That's... I understand.
0: <clears throat> but addicted to electronics. What what does this say about the mentality of kids who would join such a group? Does it ever occur to them? You don't have to own an iPhone. You don't Just have to go buy an Apple phone, or you, you can put the damn thing down. Yeah. Does this slip into the moral compass? Oh hell yes. Yeah. Where it's
2: is, you know, and I, I I do not have any
0: accountability. No. It's you. I'm so uh, I'm so entitled uh, that I'm I'm worried that my iPhone use is somehow harmful to me, and rather than take steps to. Uh, solve that on my own i want you uh the apple company to take care of it for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well why isn't apple just shooing them away going that's
2: this is a, a, a yeah. funny lawsuit that's the chief off-site
0: correspondent just texted me and says i really want to believe that the stanford students are joking i don't think they are i don't think so either <laughs> I,
2: I don't think it sounds like yeah. if they're at this point they i don't think they really have a sense of humor
0: there are people calling the Patriot Realty call line, aren't there? Yes. Let's move to the state of Alaska. We'll stay out west. Okay. Three Alaska high schools dumped its combined new mascot, Thunder Bears, because it is being considered an offensive racial slur. This is power washing. I had no idea.
2: Okay. Uh, 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 when you say a Thunder Bear to me, I I guess a polar bear or a brown bear comes to mind. A Thunder Bear. I don't, I don't know what a Thunder
0: Bear is. You know. First name again. Three Juneau, Alaska high schools elected to change their combined high school mascot to something called the Thunder Bears in February. But less than a month later, they've de- uh, they're have they going to drop the name. Thunder Bears beat out other contenders, such as Capital City Senators and the Orcas. Orcas is a whale, right? Yes. Thunder Mountain, Yakuza, Dakiti, and Juneau Douglas High School's opted to ditch the Thunder Bear mascot because of the potential of it being considered an offensive racial slur.
2: To whom?
0: KTOOTV reported on Sunday that an internet search result from Urban Dictionary indicated that Thunder Bear was actually a derogatory term for those who drink too much and oftentimes are of Native American descent. Well, there's your, there's your power washing. I, it would not have occurred to me. I go to I'm in Alaska. I don't know why I'm in Alaska. I'm in Alaska, and I'm going go to see Northern Lights. I'm going to go see uh, Thunder Mountain uh, play uh, Juno Douglas in hockey, and they're uh, they're or else they have a combined hockey team, and they're called the Thunder Bears. It would not have occurred to me uh, that that's derogatory to anybody. It sounds like a strong bear. Thunder bear. I'd be afraid of the thunder bear. Wow. This alternative unofficial meeting was brought to the attention of the public for its reportedly inappropriate nature. KTOO reported that a public meeting was held to discuss the status of the school's mascot, while many of the community... While many from the community who were in attendance at the meeting supported keeping the school's mascot as the Thunder Bears, students ultimately decided that the mascot name was too offensive to continue representing the schools. Katie McKenna, a sophomore at one of the schools said, I've seen some of the effects of the Thunder Bears decision initially already taking place on our school and it's been used as a slur. I, I have no idea. Contrarily, Josh Quinto, a senior at one of the schools, said that Thunder Bear has been the district's unofficial mascot for years. Uh, It sounded silly. It was a joke, but everyone liked the joke, and it wasn't meant to be racist. It was meant to be a fun joke between Juno Douglas and Thunder Mountain, Quinto said. It's like, hey, we're the Thunder Bears, not the Bears or the Falcons. We're the Thunder Bears. Uh, According to the outlet, Quinto, who is an Alaskan native, doesn't understand the criticism surrounding the name. Uh, I don't either. Uh, I don't don't use... uh, you guys have frequently gone to uh, the Urban Dictionary.
2: Yes, because it's so outrageous; it's not legitimate. That's the dictionary. Okay, that's, we go
3: there for sophomoric humor.
2: Well, look up Thunderbird. I he did. just did. What? What does it say? The first title or the first definition is a football team from Juneau, Alaska. Okay. Dang those Thunderbears, They are the best in the U.S. All right. Uh, the second. Uh, Thunder Bear, someone who has absolutely no control of their liquor
0: and frequently goes on drunken tirades. Yeah, I, I did not know that. Who who is determined that that's what that means?
2: Uh, I don't know who determines this. Uh, well, this is by Mike in 2004, of This April is 12th. a website
3: where people can submit suggestions well, for what certain... Ter- and it's all b- basically taken in fun. Anybody that
0: actually applies anything substantive to this is a moron. Well, plus, isn't it, wouldn't it be true then that you could come up with something derogatory for just about anything you could come up with. Well, in fact, Rook, scroll down, because sometimes,
3: Joe, there's photos attached with these particular meanings, and if you scroll down for Thunder Bear, you'll actually see the photo attached is Kenny in his undies with the grill oh, up yeah. north.
2: I watched as Thunder Bear grilled steak <laughs> uh, as, uh, as uh, Detroit Lakes or uh, Alexandria's <laughs> own Thunder Bear. Uh, okay. No, the third definition is a strong, powerful, and cunning bear that intimidates enemies by making stomping sounds, emulating a herd of mama moose.
0: Boy, those kids are getting their first lesson uh-huh. yeah. in uh, the Destroyed Academy, aren't they? I'll say. you learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Souchere. Chris, you're on the Patriot Realty phone line. Go ahead, please. Fail you, Mayor. Hail you. So,
4: I don't know if the government actually sued the tobacco companies, but if not, they at least uh, take taxes from, tax penalties from the cigarette companies to pay for smoking cessation. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's along the lines of the cell phone deal out in oh, California. All right. Thank you, Chris. No problem, man. Uh, frequent emailer Tom Wilson uh, provides me the following. Okay. Apparently there was a story. Not apparently. There was a story in John USA Hyde Today. T- huh? John Hyde had a story? No. No, there was a story in USA Today oh, okay. Friday that there's such a thing as a dumb phone. So if these kids at Stanford are serious, they can have a dumb phone. It only calls and texts. No apps, nothing. Oh, it's a dumb phone.
2: Oh, it's okay. Like the baby practice phone. Got it.
0: Uh, it you, uh, they consider it to, it's billed as a second phone instead of a full replacement for your smartphone. It's a crowd sourcing campaign has started for a device called the Light Phone 2, a touchscreen device supporting 4G as well as phone calls and messaging. Messaging. As of Friday, the campaign raised more than eight hundred and thirty-five grand. So you can just call and
2: text. None of that. None of the apps and stuff like Oddly that. Oddly enough, that would our, hook you. Our guy Chris Long, down
3: in the Channel Five Sports Department, he calls his phone the dumb phone because he still has the
0: the flip job. Yeah. You know? Oh no, yeah. all longer. It does is, all longer. it does is calls and texts. That's it. Longer. Let's go to Pennsylvania. Let's go to the East Coast. Okay. Still at the. Uh, Yes. Destruction of the academy. Yes, Pennsylvania college student banned from class for saying there are only two genders. Oh, blasphemy! A student at Indiana University of Pennsylvania, okay, was barred from a religious studies class after he said there are only two genders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to student Lake Engel, his class his class watched a TED Talks program on Feb twenty eight. That featured a transgender woman, Paula Stone, discussing mansplaining. I don't know what that is. What is mansplaining? Like
2: manspeak or or, or or phrases
0: that man-spreading we spreading is when you take up too much room in the subway. Right. Man- if you know what I mean. What's mansplaining? Mansplaining is when you
3: have to over uh <laughs> give out way too much information it's so like if you were to ask me a quick way well, hey what did the did the wolves play last night did yeah you, they uh they played the golden state warriors and in fact it's okay. it's, it's a, it's yeah. a longer yeah, explanation stop mansplaining. kind of like what i'm doing male right privileges but uh, that's
0: lake that's, even though we're rooting yeah, yeah. The lake is a... following the video the instructor opened a class discussion that allowed women to speak first engel told campus reform when it appeared no women were going to speak he stepped forward He said the floor was open, not a single woman spoke. 30 seconds or so passed and still no woman had spoken. So I decided it was permissible for me to enter the conversation, especially because I felt the conversation itself was completely inappropriate in its structure. Mm. I objected to the use of the anecdotal accounts of one woman's experience to begin a discussion in which they were considered reality. It was during my objection that Dr. Allison Downey attempted to silence me because I'm not a woman. Engels said he told the class the official view of biologists is that there are only two biological genders. I, I don't think that's uh, up for debate. No, you can. That's a that's a statement of fact. I mean, this is the same crowd the the failed academy uh, that uh, relies on science to confirm their belief that uh, humanity is ruining the earth, but they don't believe in science when it comes to there being only two biological genders. <clears throat> He said he disagreed with other statements made during the presentation and then the class continued, but the discussion was far from over. The instructor met with Engel the next day and gave him documents that included a letter from the university provost. College reform obtained the documents, which allege Engel was disrespectful, damaged the learning environment and made angry outbursts for having to listen to a trans speaker discuss the reality of white male privilege and sexism. The provost letter bars Engel from attending the class until the matter is resolved. Now the university wants Engel to apologize, but he says the documents did not give an accurate account of what happened. Uh, specifically, the university ordered Engel to apologize and then listen in silence as the professor and or any student who wishes to speak shares how he or she felt during uh, Lake's disrespectful and disruptive outbursts on Feb 28. Did they duct tape his mouth? He's a religious studies major. He needs the course to graduate but he plans to defend what he said was a violation of his free speech. The censorship on college campuses is an issue I have tried to take uh, head on many times uh, in my courses, as well as offering the opposing conservative view that many classroom discussions beg for, Engels said. Hmm. Uh, he uh, He said he also is standing up for other conservative students who endure similar experiences. With regards to my conflict with the university and instructor, I am fighting to make my voice heard. Not only my voice, but the voices of others who oppose popular university opinion, he explained. I am not battling my professor to prove that I am right about gender wage gaps or transgenderism. I am fighting to ensure that students may disagree with their professors and if they do, must speak up. Now he has to appear before the Academic Integrity Board, and that board will decide whether he can return to class or will have to graduate late. Because he said, "Well, I think there's two genders, and, and they can't." Uh, they, yeah, you can't that, say that. That goes against the orthodoxy of uh, even though. When I was filling
2: out the uh, you know sheet the other day, I forget what it was: male or female,
0: male or female, mm-hmm. two genders. When officially it comes down to the government, I'm now being told by the chief offsite correspondent that reader that Reivers did not uh, correctly explain. Oh my God! Mansplaining. Mansplaining uh, means to explain something to someone characteristically by a man to woman in a manner regarded as condescending or patronizing. Yeah, you know, like over-explaining. Lily you Roth- mean like the off correspondent? Lily Ro- <laughs> Lily Rothman of The Atlantic defines <laughs> it as explaining without regard to the fact that the explainee knows more than the explainer, often done by a man to a woman. Well, I think, Rebers, you were fairly on the right track. Well, I... If it, it, if, I was trying to keep it concise right, for the Right, but here, here's where you would have even been closer to the right track. If a man uh, uh, was asked by a woman if the Timberwolves won mm-hmm. and then launched into a long diatribe of uh, of their victory. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I think
3: I, we could just call it Dan, <laughs> Dan kelly on this show instead
2: of mansplaining. Oh, no,
0: you got, you can't lose
2: the chief offside
0: course. <laughs> I'm not trying to. Hey, no. What I say is... Uh, he
2: does more work than you guys. I say don't be condescending. That's when you talk down to people.
0: <laughs> That's mansplaining. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, well, let's take a short time okay. out, shall we, and see yes. how the markets are doing? I think we should. Uh, brought to us by our friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business. And nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now.
5: Not good. Back to you. Oh, no. No, no. But that was uh, quick. <laughs> well, you said take a moment. Yeah. Uh, stocks are mixed today. The Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, can't seem to gain any traction, but the uh, tech stocks seem to be doing all right. Right now, the Dow down 126 points, the NASDAQ Composite holding steady with a 35-point gain, and the S&P 500 is now down less than one point, so we might see some gains there on the board before the day is out. The Federal Trade Commission is mailing out more than 200,000 checks, totally more than $7 million dollars to people who bought products advertised as buy one get one free including Snuggies, the Magic Mesh Door and other as seen on TV products. The products were marketed by All Star Marketing Group and the FTC said that company's familiar buy one get one free pitch did not disclose all of the costs involved. The agency said because the ordering process was confusing some customers were charged for more products than they wanted. But wait, there's more. The company is footing that $7 million bill. Amazon is making it easier for you to summon Alexa over and over again without having to say, hey Alexa, every time you do it. A new follow-up feature gives Echo speakers the ability to listen for a second command for a few seconds after you issue the first one. I'm Bruce Vail with your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Well, thanks for the bad news, and we'll talk to you
2: next hour with hopefully some form of ray of hope. We will try. It's not Thursday yet, but we'll try. That's true. If That's true. We'll work on it. You can work your way up to Thursday. Meanwhile, right now, we've got the bracket challenge to worry about. It's not a worry. All you have to do is win it. Grand prize winner takes home a Napoleon LEX propane grill courtesy of Patio Town. Runner-up receives a 55...
4: Commencing
1: garage logic segment number eight. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 39 degrees. This update brought to you by MetaFast. Kirk Cousins uh, will not be making visits to football teams, apparently. Diana Rossini of ESPN reporting the Vikings, Cardinals, and Jets expected to uh, go after Cousins hard, but the quarterback says he will not make any visits to any of those teams. Uh, the NFL's legal tampering period began at 11 this morning. The Cousins cannot sign a contract, though, before the start of the new league year at 3 o'clock
0: today. Final word on mansplaining <laughs> from the chief offside correspondent. Mansplaining is not going on and on about the basketball game. It's telling a woman what basketball is after she asks you who won the game. It is becoming a common term. Just thought you might want to know what it really means.
2: Okay, now, uh, next thing we look up on Urban Dictionary is manscaping. No, I don't want to no, know what that no. is. Go ahead, Dan, Kelly. I don't da- want to know what I mean, that is.
1: Off-site correspondent Dan, when you're ready. No, I don't want to know what it is. Uh, Mansplaining, I don't know if you guys have noticed, is one of our traffic guys' favorite expressions. He uses it on Twitter. He, he does? uses it
2: on the
3: air. He uses it every commercial break towards me. He oh.
1: hates it when uh, guys do that, so he uses that
0: expression. Well, oh, but the worst part the about time.
3: Kenny is he'll ask you a question and then he'll say, Thanks, Mansplainer.
2: <laughs> Well, I you just asked me for that information. Hmm.
0: Former, well, you never know which
2: candy you're going to get. That that is true. Yeah. Former, or style it fashionably, okay? Former Viking Adrian Peterson. <laughs> I just looked up what it was. No, I, I, I didn't don't really want to know. know. I'm telling okay. you, I don't want to yeah. know. I don't know how you style it fashionably. Oh, I've got bows today. <laughs> Former Viking Adrian Peterson has said, oh, more "God than, help me." I thought it was you know. Okay. No, I, Rook. I know.
1: And it. Got it. John Height, Hello. Did you do the cousin story yet? I did the cousin okay, story. Good. Now we're going to move on to Adrian I'm Peterson. Listening. Adrian, of course, a former Viking, says he wants to play into his late 30s, but ESPN's reporting Peterson will be released by the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, last season he signed with the Saints but was traded to Arizona. He had two 100-yard performances in Arizona, finishing the season with 529 yards on 156 carries between the two teams.
2: Is this a really sad end to a... Uh, a good career, well, or no? I guess. is he idea. just?
1: He'll
3: probably. See, he might end up re-signing with Arizona at a at a reduced salary. But this is just the way it goes with NFL players, especially guys like Adrian, where they just play with such a physical Injuries nature. Yeah, they just. Okay.
1: He's the kind of guy though that should probably just walk <laughs> away because he's pretty beat up. To play an evening game today, taking on the Yankees, it starts about five thirty-five hour time. I'll bet you he doesn't have any money. Oh, I guarantee he doesn't. In fact, we had this Johnny had
3: the story not long ago. How? who was it, John, that was going to uh, make him pay the the uh,
0: remainder it was of his a, loan? It was a bank. He yeah. owed somebody 700 grand, didn't he? Right. Yeah, it was, uh, It was.
1: I think it was 400. He had. Remember, we thought it was strange because he had paid off most of it, but mm-hmm. had left yeah, yeah, several hundred. I mean, when you're thousand.
0: renting a camel for your birthday party, <laughs> yeah. you're, uh, yep. you're not taking care of your money.
1: <laughs> News notes from today. Authorities think a 27-year-old Minnesota man killed his girlfriend and their baby in a Florida forest oh. before turning the gun on himself. Kevin Oleson survived, though. He's currently listed in critical condition. The Marion County Sheriff's Office received a call after a motorist found Oleson and 32-year-old Jessica Johnson of Wisconsin, as well as their one-year-old daughter, lying in the middle of a remote clay road, deceased from apparent gunshot wounds in a national forest. Oleson was also at the scene suffering from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The Sheriff's Office is investigating what it says appears to be a murder-suicide incident. Four Minnesota state senators introduced a pair of bipartisan bills today to fight gun violence. Several gun control bills have been introduced at the Capitol over the past three weeks. Uh, Senator Matt Little, a Democrat, said he authored the bills after speaking with Republicans, NRA members, and his constituents. After a lot of discussion and revisions, Little and Democratic Senator Susan Kent Republican Senator Scott Jensen and Republican Senator Paul Anderson crafted two proposals. One bill calls for universal background checks, meaning a federal firearms licensed dealer would have to be present for all gun transfers and background checks. The other proposal would make it mandatory to report a lost or stolen firearm to law enforcement within two weeks. These senators are now hoping to find a state rep to author the House bills. President Trump's plan to deter school shootings does not include his repeated calls to raise the age for buying semi-automatic rifles to 21 but he is moving ahead with his proposal to provide firearms training to school employees. President today tweeting there's not much political support for raising the minimum age on weapons sales. Americans have to be 18 to buy a rifle or shotgun and 21 to buy a handgun from licensed dealers under federal law. Russia's would you two like to tell everybody what you're laughing about for the last three minutes in here? Well, <laughs> I guess not. See, the mayor is at fault here. Oh, it's the mayor's fault. Because
2: mm-hmm. the mayor... Now you sound like one of the students from Stanford. <laughs> the mayor is making you do this. Well,
3: the mayor did bring up the Urban Dictionary in the previous segment. And so what, what happens is, John, much like you know when you find a favorite artist, you fall down the YouTube trap where you start just clicking on videos and... Sure. It, a little, you know, before you know it, it's three hours later.
0: It's a long story. When you is. when you go down the, already, the Urban Dictionary like,
2: hole. You, uh,
3: yeah, this is that. mansplaining. <laughs> is this is an give, example uh, of mansplaining.
0: See, I wouldn't give the Urban Dictionary any credibility if it's just. Oh, they anybody have can contribute to it.
2: No, but sometimes it's so outrageous that it makes you chuckle. That's what uh, draws people to it. But but they, that, well,
0: well, okay, you you started this again. The Urban Dictionary should not be the source of the Thunder Bears having to change their name. Agreed.
2: Agreed. Yes.
0: If it, a Webster
2: Dictionary is what people should go on. And I've never, I've never heard of Thunder Bear in you my know, if life. If
0: five Native chiefs want to go to the school board in Juneau and say, "Here's my history with this word," uh, that's something uh, entirely different. But for some crackpot to look it up on Urban Dictionary and decide it's racist—that's that's power washing. That shouldn't hold water. That should not. Porn
1: star Stephanie Clifford, who claimed she had an affair with the president over a decade mm-hmm. ago, is now offering to return. $130,000 that Trump attorney Michael Cohen paid to her in exchange for silence. The letter sent by her lawyer to Cohen this morning says that in exchange for the return of the money, Clifford wants the nondisclosure agreement she signed to be deemed null and void, this allowing her to speak openly and freely about her prior relationship. Uh, Clifford, whose stage name is Stormy Daniels, also wants to be able to use any text messages, pictures, or videos she has relating to the president without fear of retribution and or legal liability or damages. The letter mentions a specific television interview. Clifford recently sat down with CBS News' Anderson Cooper for a 60-minute segment, but that interview has not yet aired. Signed by Clifford's attorney, Michael Avenatti, the letter goes to Cohen, uh, Gibbs Cohen, until 12.01 p.m. tomorrow to respond before the offer is withdrawn.
2: I uh, I can't think of anything more disinteresting than whatever Stormy Daniels has to say about <laughs> he wanted to smack me with the Sports Illustrated. Uh, I, don't, uh, on I, the I, will, I
0: won't be reading it.
1: Yeah, I won't either. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Russia's Vladimir Putin ordered the downing of a passenger plane that had reportedly been overtaken by hijackers planning to target the Winter Olympic Games in 2014, according to Putin in a new film. The two-hour documentary titled Putin was posted on social media yesterday. Russian president said he was told about the impending attack moments before the Olympics were due to start. But the threat turned out to be a false alarm, according to Putin, and the plane was not shot down. Documentary's release comes amid a wave of flattering pre-election coverage for the president and detailed moments intended to show off his heroism. In addition to the episode with the plane, Putin also said in the film that his helicopter came under fire over Chechnya back in 2000 according to the state-run Sputnik News Agency. So he
2: wants to be praised for saying, shoot down this plane that had innocent passengers on it, even though it also had potential terrorists. Yes, that's correct. And then praised for not doing it. Not doing okay. it.
1: Okay. Exactly.
3: Hmm. Do we know how his um, KHL-owned
1: team did in their playoff run? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to bet that they did well. Yeah, they on. did pretty well. Yeah, I bet they won. Uh, NASA will fly you to the sun, or at least your name. Now until April 27th, NASA's accepting online submissions. The names will be sent on the Parker Solar Probe all the way to the sun. Isn't this kind of like naming a star after somebody? Yeah, kind of. Once launched this summer from Cape Canaveral, the probe will eventually come within 4 million miles of the sun, closer than any other spacecraft. Temperatures will reach 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit as the spacecraft zips in and out of the atmosphere hot zone. Until now... Materials for such a journey were unavailable, but now they are available. Uh, actor William Shatner, by the way, who of course played uh, James Kirk, as NASA's pitchman for the Send Your Name to the Sun campaign.
2: What do you have to pay,
1: I wonder? That I don't know. Yeah.
2: It doesn't sound like a waste of money at all, huh? Your okay. name's going to the sun? Right. <laughs> Dave Dahl coming up. yeah okay.
0: University of Garage Logic, ninety-eight College of Self-Esteem, zip, nada, Not nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. I've nailed every post today.
2: You must be feeling it this week.
0: Just uh, it's uh, it's uh, what you call your innateness, mm-hmm. your weed you. Yeah. <coughs> Where's Dave? I'm here. Hi. How you? Right <laughs> How
4: are you? Good. <laughs> That's good. We um, <laughs> Dave. What? <laughs> nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, let me find the, what I'm looking for. That would be the weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, we hit 40 yet today, Dave? We are at 38 still. We're ah. stuck there.
0: Well, All on right. the common saving, uh, common. Su- <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> 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 the, okay, the, the, at the back. bank in Garage Logic, it's 40. The Common Surface Savings and Loan. That's nice. But it's Dave 40. always has to
4: go with the official. I know. I don't. Right now we're at 38 degrees. We're going to go down to a low tonight of 20. Tomorrow's high again, 38, similar, uh, right around average. The average high is now at 39, so we're close to that. 45 on Wednesday. Thursday up to 48, and then Friday we hit 50. That's the first time in three and a half months. You have to go all the way back to December 4th. The last time we had 50 or warmer was 57 on December 4th, so it's been a long time since we've had a 50. Uh, It's been a long winter, um, but this is going to change because temperatures stay in the upper 40s, low 50s, all the way through the weekend. A slight chance of a shower by late in the day on Sunday. It doesn't look like much at this point. A week from today, though, it does cool down to 40 for the high, but that's still right around average by the time we get to a week from today. Right now, Joe, it's 38, and I have the records for the day. March 12th. Has been as warm as 70. 70. That was in 2016. 2016. Eight below zero. Eight below. 1956. 1956.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Joe.
2: And our new sunset time. What, what? is
0: today? The 12th? Today's the 12th. 7. 7.15 oh, p.m. Mm-hmm. Which would be great if you could go outside. There's still a 15 inches of snow on the... You can't even go out and swing a golf hey, wait club. wait till Thursday, Friday, like uh, David said. She'll start melting. She's going to be swampy. She'll start being swampy. You know uh, you know all the problems California has? Uh, yeah, a lot. A lot of them. What would you start it with? Well, apparently, uh, uh, among those problems is uh, a California senator, Josh Newman, uh, has introduced legislation that will allow people uh, to uh, provide a variety of photos to be used on their driver's license. <clears throat> because uh, oh,
2: different uh, photos, like I'm feeling, a, a day at the beach.
0: Yeah, apparently, people oh. are. Uh, you know, they're not happy with the the official photograph taken and they want to provide their own and so uh we're going to oh. get that taken care of you know what's going to be great
3: is the gallery you know the mm-hmm. guy with the frying pan on his head i want like yeah that. i want
0: four uh
2: photos one of me in the speedo and then
0: <laughs> well they're going to have guidelines sure uh-huh. uh the revenue uh, then they'll pay you'll have to pay more to use your own photo and uh that'll that'll be used to fund a driver education and training program.
2: Well, I get it. So you have to if you want that they got Isn't the the government will always allow you to break the rules or stretch them as long
0: as you pay. I had a photo taken today. I'm not going to bother to change it. Passport photo. I have to renew my passport. Oh, okay. Now, who cares what you look like well, in your passport? That's
3: what I always wondered. Why and do people you know what? care what
0: their driver's license photo looks like? And, and she got done taking it and said, well, it looks like you. And I said, yeah, not well, much we can do about it. Yeah, don't say that with such uh, negativity,
2: <laughs> you know, lady. Well, it's just
0: No, it's fine. Oh, who okay. cares? It looks enough like me that it's going to be a passport photo. That's all you need to do is get through customs. let What Let's are you going to do? Right. Now, now, I shouldn't ask this without knowing the answer. Hmm. Will that passport, once I get the new one, will that get me on an airplane or do i still need the enhanced driver's license
2: that new pat that the one the old one that you had that was put holes through that is that was stamped is no
0: longer valid right that expired in 2016 you're done with that finally getting around that's trash right the new one you have really you have to send it in with your application to get a new one well then but once
2: you have it the new one that you have will get you on board that supersedes any driver's license
0: okay that's what I figured. Yeah. So
2: if you're going to New York, you still can use your passport instead of your driver's license. Quit mansplaining.
0: Well, you need a you need a passport to go to Canada for PC.
2: Correct. But know? I'm just saying, if you have your passport and you're just going to New York City, you need a passport to go to Eurofrisco.
0: No, you don't. Know. Oh, I was going to say, See, it's did like they a change a foreign, that? Foreign yeah. country.
2: You know, oh, I got it. Okay. You confused thing. me there for a second. A little different thing. Yeah. yeah. I guess we won't be seeing you this week, huh, Rook? What are we doing, Auto? No, what are we doing? Oh, I know it.
0: <laughs> I know what you're going to bring up. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm, I'm prepared for... I'm planning I plan on being at work. Here. He's going to yeah. be in Bloomington? I think he's going to be in Bloomington. <laughs> the World Clown Association Convention is in town. <laughs> you the, know, as a former, I, know. I was never a
2: card-carrying member of the union, right. if there is one, but about, I was willing to learn. How right.
3: about the interviews being conducted on the news? Oh, yeah. You they got, got Larry, you know. Hey. Larry the
0: Big shoed Clown. (laughs) The World Clown Association Convention hosted at Bloomington's Crown Plaza Suite starts today and runs through Friday. It includes more than 50 different daily classes like Presenting Perfect Pies, Evolution of the Gag, and Social Media Marketing. I bet that's just a clown show over there. A five-day extravaganza of red noses, big shoes, and flying pies hey. will descend on Bloomington this week as the clowns gather for the 2018 World Clown Association Convention. It's a whole lot of fun, but primarily an educational opportunity and competition, said Pam Moody, the president of the World Clown Association and a practicing clown from Des Moines, Iowa. Who's our lady friend who has called us, who's a oh, clown?
2: Yeah. Doodle? No. I forget what the is. I bet name she'll is.
0: be going to this this. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm
2: sure. But do you I mean do you think you know it's set up like the Venture Bank Minnesota golf show where there's <laughs> there's vendors. Yes. You got the big shoe vendor that's he's got the big huge boxes and you know, people are worried about the comfort. I need a new shirt.
0: Right. I, I absolutely uh can see that there's there'll be booths you know the clowns need liability insurance sure and uh, you need the big you need the squirting bow tie they'll have a booth and the big shoes the funny glasses i gotta think that that all the vendors uh all the clown vendors probably show up at this thing darlene from wilmer darlene yes yeah I bet she'll be there. Oh, I'm sure she'll be there. Yeah, the minute, and you'll you'll have to make an appearance.
2: Well, you know, I I probably should just in case this uh, radio gig doesn't work out. Donnie. Presenting perfect pies. What the
3: industry?
2: Yeah. Why aren't you there with the Think industry? Think of how much money you would oh, make. No, don't volunteer you me for that. You get the giant no, clown
3: hands in there. Oh that? yeah. Well,
2: no, you still need the regular size of a hand. You, no, no, no. It's still you couldn't have the. <laughs> well, as an investor hand. in the business. I want you at the clown convention. No, I don't think that's. Uh, it would be a, a better if it was a a bar mitzvah, um, a gathering. There's for,
0: Jewish clowns.
2: No, no, I don't mean Jewish clowns. <laughs> I know there are, but Oy vey! hey, hey watch me pull the scarf. Um, are you comfortable? Yes, I make a good living. Yeah. Um, but you would have to be maybe at a at a at a, a bar mitzvah uh, showcase. Yeah. Where this is what you would do at a bar mitzvah. Sure. Or a no, I, I think I think
0: I think Revers has a brilliant idea. I think that you'd uh, you set up in the lobby there. You'd and make a ransom. These, these clowns would be standing in line to
2: get clown hands, and then one guy would want to do his big foot. Yeah, you know, and I would have to charge double because <laughs> it's so much wax. The, the giant, right, right. The giant red it's foot. Exactly. Yeah. The <laughs> nose. Well, it's all, well, maybe I'll look into it. All right, we'll see yeah. what I can find out.
0: Reality with a bite. You Joe Succio. Easy for me to say. Nothing else is real. I probably watched the uh, more golf is all is all yesterday, yesterday than I have in a long time. I did over the
2: weekend. Uh, I have I have to admit I was intrigued by Tiger trying to make the comeback. I did not like the way the crowd uh, was on read. I I didn't pick up on that. Um one guy yelled Noonan after he putted. Oh. I just thought it was uh I thought it was in poor taste. Yeah. You know, I know you get those guys. I think that all are out bets
0: there. are off when it comes to Tiger now. Uh he looks like he would be capable of, of winning. Obviously he finished second. Right. Uh and if he's gonna win another major, I I don't know that he will. It's mm-hmm. still he could hurt himself sneezing the right. way it looks. But or with his uh, routine that he does every single day, his workout routine. You know that's. If he wins another major, though, it'll have to be the Masters, because he just he just knows every blade of grass there. He owns that course. He uh, where's the U.S. Open this year? Uh, it's out east someplace. Pat, look, where's
2: the U.S. Open?
0: Look it up for me. Fifteen hundred, ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's thirty-nine what, or forty. Thirty or forty. It's it's you know forty. Call it I forty. Think got it. Yeah.